if you've never done a deal before, it'll show you what's possible, show you how you can get there. And for people who are doing hundreds of deals, it'll show you all the tips and tricks that can get you another million dollars. Welcome to the House Flipping HQ podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of wholesaling and house flipping businesses. The systems and automation that we discuss will help you build a real business instead of another job for yourself. From beginners to those doing hundreds of houses a year, we go deep into the details and strategies that are working today. And now your host, Bill Allen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the House Living HQ podcast. This is Bill Allen, and I have a really good friend of mine and local investor to me just outside of Pensacola, Ariane Lemire. Hey, Ariane, how are you? Hey, guys. Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been on a few times in the past, um, no. right? Sorry if you guys are getting tired of hearing me and seeing me when I'm here. <laughs> no, uh, it's, I really love talking to you and, and Chris. Chris is kind of like in the background, but um, Ariane is the, the front line here uh, today. So it was, uh, you know, we, so we know each other from a long time back. And I don't know, have I ever interviewed you on the podcast or was it, was it Justin that's interviewed you? I think Justin did. Okay. Before. And I know we've done a couple like Facebook Lives and uh, maybe a webinar or two together and things like that. So um, I, I know that I've kind of uh, talked with you, but I always enjoy, you know, uh, getting together with you and talking about things because we, I still remember when it was like me and you uh, and Chris kind of at the, um, at the real estate investment club in Pensacola when we just first met and what you guys were doing. And I, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing then. You didn't know what you were doing then. So it was very like early on in our career. And now to see kind of the trajectory of what my business has done and what your business has done, it's really amazing to, to see that. And we are, we actually overlap in counties in um, Santa Rosa County. So you invest we over do. there in Navarre and uh, we're not, you know, we do deals in the same city. So the fact that we have two kind of multi-million dollar businesses just right next to each other, sharing one of the same counties in not a very big area is really exciting in the real estate world. And part of you know, what I see in this group all the time is we have a couple members from um, different cities that are doing a lot of business. And it's, there's just so much, so much out there to go around for each of us. Yeah, just amazing. Like you said, looking back to, I think three years ago now, right? Uh, I think we met three, three or four years ago at that real estate event. I think I stalked you on Bigger Pockets or Facebook, whatever, wherever I did. And we met there. And yeah, it's just been amazing to see your growth and you sharing with us, um, how you got there and that's pretty much how we got here so thank you so much for you just have an abundant mindset and your generosity so thank you so much well i mean uh, yeah I, I, you're welcome to start i have trouble saying that sometimes but i want to i i'm working on it myself to try to get better at that because you know it's really important to um to accept a compliment like that. So uh, I'm working on it. We'll get there. Saying thank you is like 10 times easier for me than saying you're welcome for some reason. So, um, but you know what? It's, it's, it's all kind of like part of our journey. Like somebody else, uh, you know, Andy and Justin had kind of helped me and everybody else in the group in the seven figure group at that time helped me kind of grow my business. And it's all part of kind of the next step for that. Once you start seeing some success, like, I feel like it's really our responsibility to do those things and give back. And, and it was by no like small feat of yours to kind of track me down and, and find out what I was doing and, and come to these different events and some of the stuff and, and join the group. And those are all decisions that you made. I mean, I have people that reach out to me all the time that, Hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee or can I, you know, can I, uh, pick your brain. And that's like one of the things that people say to me and I just, no, you can't, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, you know, what you guys did and the action that you took. And, um, you know, that, that's the important part. And you kind of just, I don't know, I, I wasn't, I don't, I don't even remember what I was doing when we met. I, it, it definitely wasn't a, a ton. If I remember right, we we're probably doing a couple transactions a month and uh, starting to grow my business. And um, I remember the first, first event flip packing live that you guys came out. That's probably the first time that you had exposure to this organization and, and what we were all doing. Um, I think that was probably when that was October. So my business had really just taken off in the three or four months before that, because in the beginning of that year, it, you know, I remember it was April before I did my first deal and I started in December. So it was, uh, it wasn't a, a fast journey for me, although a lot of people think it was, and we've talked about that a few times on here. So before we 
go any further, why don't you just tell everybody kind of like a little bit about your journey, just to remind them if they didn't listen to the last podcast that you guys were on and um, some of your journey and then a little bit of kind of where you are now. Okay. Uh, just to start, um, we got into real estate. So I was in the medical field. Chris was in software development and we just, we had just gotten married. I had moved from New Zealand. I was born in in the Philippines, moved to New Zealand, married Chris, so I moved here, and then we were just starting our careers. We quickly found out that the career I picked in the medical profession just wasn't very conducive to the life we wanted to live. We thought it was, but it wasn't. Um, so we just felt trapped in those nice, high-paying jobs, but we couldn't do what we wanted to do. And for me, that was visit my family. So some of them live in the Philippines, some live in New Zealand, and with just no time off in that corporate medical gig, we just didn't have a future with future kids being able to see family and things like that. Um, so we started looking at how we could escape that nice little cage we put ourselves in. Um, and Chris's dad had real estate background, so we looked at that. We, I think by, before when we met you, we actually had not bought anything at all. And I think we were still kind of swimming in some student loan debt. Um, and then first we bought a couple of rentals. Um, we met you right around that time before we bought our first rental. And then we just kind of saw you, your business explode. I think when we met, you were doing like one flip. Um, and then over the next year, you were doing like 100, 100 transactions. And you were nice enough to share Flip Hacking Live to us. And we went and here we are. I can't believe this year we're actually at like, I think transaction like 85. Right now, we're gonna finish out in the 100 somewhere this year. So it's just amazing to see Three, four years ago, we were we had never bought a deal before to now where it's we're able to live that life that we wanted to live. We're actually about to leave um, in a week and a half. We're going to Australia to spend time with my family. We're actually bringing Chris's family, um, going to like a personal development event there, bringing the whole family along. Then we're spending a couple of weeks in New Zealand and Australia. We're going to Hawaii and then going to Flip Hacking Live in San Diego. So, so what happens to your business when you go do all that stuff? It still buys deals and we still see some deals happening and it still survives, which is awesome. So you can just, so, so you got a good team. You can just virtually, you can answer some questions via email, text message, stuff like that while you're gone. You don't actually have to go and, uh, and deal with all the problems that we, we all used to deal with, right? I feel like I, it, there was a time where I couldn't do that for sure. Yeah, and it's still not perfect. Obviously, I'm not going to pretend that it's nice and rosy and all that, but it's amazing to even be able to be in a position to be away and have the team deal with most of the things that we have to do. I don't have to talk to sellers or anything like that. We're really just working on kind of the higher level, big picture stuff when we're, we're getting involved. Yeah, it's, it's nice. What, so you mentioned it's kind of like student loan debt and some other things that were going on. So how has kind of this journey, has that helped? Do you guys still have that going on? Are you, uh, you know, chipping away at that? What does that look like? No, it's awesome. We actually, we paid all those off. Um, we're doing well. We have a few apartment buildings. Chris, my husband, is actually focused on some multifamily stuff. So he's buying a lot of big apartment complexes. So it's amazing. We we do have financial freedom now. And it's all because we took took those steps. And really, it's all because of Flip Hacking Live. Like if we didn't go there, I just don't think we would have known what to set our goals at. And to know that this was possible, what we're doing now. I think that first step is just knowing that it's possible and then seeing how it is possible, like what the steps are to get there and just doing that. And it wasn't overnight, that was three years ago. And it's three years from then now that we're able to say that, yes, we're at that point where we're doing a hundred deals and we're flying around the world, not, not at the office uh, most of the time when, but that it takes knowing, what's possible and then doing what it takes to make it a possibility. Yeah. So I want to talk about Flip Hacking Live, but let's, let's back up a little bit. So you guys got to the point where you started to pay off some student debt, started to buy apartments, started to become financially free. Like what you said, it wasn't overnight and it wasn't like that for me either. And I know I've, I've shared my story a little bit of how long it took me, but what did that look like for you? Like how long did it take? You went to Flip Hacking Live, uh, the first one. So that was 2016, right? Or no, 2015. 2016. Um, yeah. Okay. 2016, 27. Yeah. So you're right. 2019 is our fourth one. This is our fourth one coming up. So you went to that event and then how long was it before you really got to the point where you feel like your business was starting to run? Um, 
starting to run without us probably a year. So it took a good year of us being very in the business, learning each seat, learning each position in the company so that we can actually know what to hire for, how to train these people, how to give them the responsibility, when and how we can remove ourselves and when we know, okay, we can, we have to do some work here. So it took about a, a good year before we got some freedom back. Okay. Yeah. That's about, that's about right for me. It was about a year. And then I didn't really like unplug until, um, I, you know, I hired my COO about a year and a half ago. So, and even then it was another six months or so before I could really kind of go on vacation without having to answer any emails or any text messages or any problems. Um, even the high level problems he can handle. Um, so it sounds, it sounds very similar to, to kind of my timeline and it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like I went to the event and um, had 10 deals the next day when I got home. Um, it's about implementing some of the things that I learned. And I think the mindset shift that you're talking about of the fact that it is possible and you can do it too. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that kind of wakes up um, when we go to things like this. So I wanted to bring you on and, and really kind of talk about this event because you've been to every single one, just like me. And there's probably a small number of people out there who have been to all three events so far, planning on coming this year, have spoken at a few of the events. And I just kind of wanted to talk to you about kind of what that first one was like and what you got from it, what you were expecting going into it and maybe what you got from it. And then also we can talk through some of the different presentations that we saw and, and how we implemented some of the things and um, like really how deep the speakers go into the kind of systems and process. So you said you went to that first event, you, um, so I, I told you about it, I guess, and you guys bought tickets and came out to San Diego. And was it a difficult decision for you guys to make to go do that? And um, what did that look like? Yeah, it was, it was pretty expensive for us at that time. Um, plane tickets, hotel rooms, there's two of us, so times two. And then just the tickets themselves were, at that time, was a big investment for us. But we just knew because we've listened to you on, and known what you've done with your business and you, we asked you, how do we get there? And you said, come to Flippacking Live and we're like, well, yes, we're, we're going to go. We're going to make this investment. Um, it was a pretty big investment for us, but it's paid off hundreds, thousands of times since then. Um, yeah, sorry. What was the other part of your question? So, so it cost you, so, okay. Did you guys stay in separate hotel rooms? No. Okay, you guys got to split a hotel. So two plane tickets, two tickets, <laughs> two plane tickets, tickets. Live. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. So, okay, so you guys came out to Flippacking Live. Yeah, I agree. It, it's an investment in yourself and your business, right? And that, it really, I think part of the challenge for me at that time was with people, and I had been on a, a couple other podcasts, like when I was on the Bigger Pockets podcast then, it was kind of just when I got going. And that was a lot of people started kind of uh, reaching out to me on there or via email or in person. So a lot of times what I would say to them is just come to this event. Like I, I didn't get paid for it. I didn't make any money from people coming to the events. It was just like, go get yourself a ticket and come out there. I'll be speaking there. I'll be sharing my story and how I got here. So without me having to tell 50 different people at 50 different times, just come to San Diego. And then what that did is it says, are you serious or not serious about your business? Like, are you going to make the investment in yourself? I know that it's not cheap. Like there's a ticket, there's a, there's a sacrifice that has to be made. And the same thing that you've done for the last three years in your business and I've done for the last four or five years in mine is we're constantly making sacrifices. I mean, that's part of the game, right? We, we have to, it wasn't easy for you to build your business to be able to travel all around the world that you're doing right now, pay off your student loans, buy apartment buildings, become financially free. It takes some work to get there. So um, my challenge to most people at that time, and it still is, is and I got people right now that got sending me Facebook messages trying to, you know, uh, take my time, pick my brain. It's like, come to this event, pay a little bit of money, spend three days with me and everybody else. And you're going to get 10 times, you know, what you think you're going to get from it because it's just an incredible event. So you guys, you made that decision. You're probably one of the handful of people that took me up on, on that offer of come out to Flippacking Live and come see me. And um, so what was it like? Like what were the expectations that you guys had going into it? And then what did you get from it? Expectations. I guess we didn't really have a lot of expectations because we, we've never really been to an event like that before. So we didn't know what to expect. Um, we just thought we were going to learn a little bit about the business, you know, kind of enough to get started, but really we learned a lot more than we thought 
um, we were gonna necessarily get in terms of kind of nuts and bolts. Um, so that was really amazing. Everybody just, it's because we don't really have a lot, a lot of professional speakers. I know this year we do have a few, but really it's just business owners who are doing their thing and usually they don't speak. Like I don't speak at any other event. I don't think a lot of the people speaking speak at all. So we just kind of share everything and whatever people want to know, it gets put out there. Um, I, one of the things I really liked about the event was there's, I'm not sure if we're doing it this year, but there's round tables after one of the days where you can actually sit down and talk to some of the speakers. And if there was something in the presentation that you wanted to dig a little bit deeper on, you can ask them personally and they'll typically answer. Like there's nothing is held back. So anything you want to know, you'll get. Yeah, so this year, this is our fourth year. So we've done the roundtables on that Thursday night, the first three years. So this is the first year that we're actually not specifically doing those roundtables. But what we are doing is we're doing a cocktail reception on Thursday night uh, okay. for a, with a VIP ticket. So the VIP members that are buying the VIP ticket that we're offering. So after you buy a ticket, there's an option to upgrade to VIP. And that Thursday night is um, can come in and basically it's just the speakers. It's a couple of the, it's the seven and eight figure members. It's our like high-end mastermind people. It's all the people that are doing a lot of volume that are coming to this cocktail reception where you can just kind of, um, you know, mingle with them, talk to them, network, ask them questions. Um, it, what, what I found was we just have too many people now. It's just a huge, um, process to get all, you know, all the different tables. And when we double the size of our event every year, it's just not possible for us to do it right. that way anymore. But um, I think that that's even, even without that, the members like staying in the hotel is hands down. Like they, they're all the, all the speakers are there. All the members are there. There's networking going on at every break at every lunch, every, uh, you know, at, at the end of the night and things like that, that VIP ticket, uh, just if anybody's listening, it also includes uh, lunch on the first day. So I'm going to do a Q and a for about an hour and a half myself, um, with anybody that comes that wants to ask questions and we're offering like a big lunch spread buffet and the second day with, uh, with my team. So everybody that you've heard on the call, uh, or on the podcast over the last couple of weeks, all my staff that's going to be there. Um, they're going to be there to answer questions that anybody has about the business and hiring and why would they work for me? And you know, what do they, why did, why do they do things that way? Or how do you do this? Or I have a problem here. Uh, anything that you want, it's just kind of open mic, ask questions. Um, like Ariane said, it's like no holds barred. We're not holding anything back. It's not, let me give you half the answer and um, I'll tell you later the rest. It's really, like she said, I'm not a professional speaker. Uh, we're not professional speakers on stage. We we air yeah. to the, let me just give you more and more and more. From we don't really know what not to say. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> just going to get everything. That's right. So, so you guys came to that event. It was the round tables that you really liked. Um, what about, you talked about kind of like not realizing that it was possible and then going there and just saying that like kind of you could do it too. Like what from that, um, like, was there one, one person specifically, was it just the, the atmosphere and all around kind of environment that you were in or what was that? How, how, why, why did that happen? So I think the biggest thing was, I think Andy's speech in that very first flip backing lab kind of did this. He shared a story. You might share that story again this year, but it kind of just impacted me of how, cause he kind of got where he's at because of a certain friend of his and he shared that and mm -hmm. kind of gave us that too what his friend gave him of this is possible there's so much more you can do and I think that was it for me like just Andy's story and him telling us that this glass ceiling that we put on ourselves like shatter that like he said like he shattered that for us so yes we can do more and it's just amazing just seeing the growth myself like i probably don't even recognize the person i am from three years ago just how much i've grown as a person as a leader as a business owner and it's it's just amazing and it's so worth it i the people who are listening and you might not even know what this could do for you i didn't know and i was blessed enough to know bill at the time and he kind of dragged me along but you know if we don't know you I think you should go. It's actually an amazing opportunity, even if you're not super sure if you want to be like flipping or wholesaling. It's not just that. Like I said, my husband is now buying apartment buildings. He did that because he came to this event, because we came to this event. So I think just you owe it to yourself 
to see what's possible for you. Yeah, I think it's kind of like the it's it's a very good kind of start to your journey if you're just getting going in anything. I you know I did an interview uh, yesterday with a guy who buys a bunch of rental houses, and he was like, "Why is a guy that buys a bunch of rental houses coming to an event like this?" You know, this is, seems like it's for wholesalers or flippers. It's really you know it's for a business owner. I, I feel like a lot of what I got from the you know the mastermind and these events is how to run a business and just how to be, uh, you know, I've learned things like how to be a better husband and how to be a better father. And just the kind of people that we have in there, it's just infectious, the kind of the values of the people, uh, you know, who it is. And, and I really think it's an atmosphere just of, um, you know, a positivity at the event, an event like this. And it's not super hypey. It's very kind of um, down to earth. We're not necessarily like singing and dancing and, and screaming and things like that, uh, like some of the events. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's definitely good um, to get you up and going and blood flowing and stuff like that. But we really kind of get down to the brass tacks of things. And I want to dig into that a little bit because I remember that first year and there was a couple of presentations that I, that I really loved from that first year. And one of them was uh, Justin's brother, Stephen. Stephen Williams shared... Uh, building his buyers list. And um, that presentation, I still recommend some of our members go watch it on our membership dashboard for when they're trying to build a buyers list. I remember him talking about some crazy stuff on there. Like it was, there was, um, he, he had these business cards uh, and he was, he said, you know what? I keep like having people write down my squeeze page for my website to get on my buyers list. So what I did was I took my business card and I got a sticker that had my buyers list website and I just put it on my business card. So then every time I handed out my business card, it had these stickers on it that had my buyers list website. So any RIA meeting I went to, um, I wouldn't have to like say, go here to sign up and then they would forget it or they wouldn't write it down or they'd spell it wrong. So he'd just give it out. And so what I did after that event was immediately I went to Vistaprint and I created a new business card for me. And on the back, it says, I have one right here, actually. It says, um, it says want, want more properties to flip or need more rentals? Uh, get on our cash buyers list, www.pensacolacashdeals.com. So every time we go into a new city now, and here's, here's my uh, business card, it's got it on the back. So um, I didn't have to put a sticker on there. And then every time we go into a new market, I just make a new business card that has the squeeze page on it. So now everybody, it seems I, I don't. And so when I was thinking about it, I said, okay, I probably don't want to give this to the sellers that I go look that I go see and meet and things like that. So, so what I do and pretty much, you know, I spend the majority of the time now meeting with investors and talking to people and going to the RIA meetings. I don't necessarily like walk into the house and have this on the back of my acquisitions managers cards, but anytime we meet with people, it's, it's on the back of our cards. So people can go straight to the squeeze page and get on our list. And, um, that was just like one of the small nuggets of thing. I mean, he, he talk about not being like a, a professional speaker. He was so nervous. He, uh, <laughs> Justin had to really like convince him to do it. He like tried to back out the day before and all this stuff is so funny. Um, but he just laid it out, like all the things that he was doing. Um, one of the other ones was to, um, get someone, um, to make YouTube videos. So make YouTube videos about your buyers list and really like work SEO to get that thing to the top of the page. So I did that. I, you know, I went on Fiverr and moved my uh, YouTube video up to the top of the page and my, my buyers list just exploded. I mean, I remember him saying in that presentation that his buyers list was so good in Salt Lake City that people were paying like five to $10,000 just to send out an email to his list. Like they didn't even sell, they, it wasn't contingent on selling the deal. It was just to hit send. And when I heard that, I just, I was like, wow, this is, this is how I'm going to help grow my business. Because at that time for me, I was finding a lot of deals in Pensacola, but I was having trouble selling the contracts. I was selling my contracts for very small fees. It was about an average of like $6,000 that first year for me. So what, I, and now we're at closer to $16,000 a few years later, using a lot of the skills and things that he, that he, he talked about there and then just putting my own spin on it and refining it. So like that was one presentation that really to get into the nuts and bolts of things that really moved the needle for me. So um, yeah, I love that presentation too. I think one of the things I applied very quickly after his presentation was he would put like a, like his website where you can sign up the virus list into the link for the photos. Mm -hmm. so usually, you know, we send an email, there's a link to photos. Like we put our, website on there and most of the time people will forward it to like a friend or maybe they're trying to like daisy chain it and forward it to somebody else but that increased our uh signups so much because before it's just it was just i bars who would get it but then you'd have these people who send it to a friend send it to a realtor send it to whoever and that just increased our conversion it was just 
one little snapshot in Steven's presentation, just add the link to your picture folder name. I mean, I, I can't even put a number on probably how much money that presentation has made me since then. Like uh, just thinking about it now and you mentioning that, I said, oh yeah, I changed my entire email actually. Like everything was a hot link back to my squeeze page. Like everything directed to my squeeze page to get more people on the list and, and figure out who to get around and how to talk to them and go to the auctions and meet those people. I mean, we have some auction buyers on our list that just, they were paying so much money for properties, way more than we were. So um, just... I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I'm going to remember just, and that's just from one, it was like 45 minute presentation. And we had 18, 20 pre presenters at that first, uh, first event. So um, that one was, was incredible. And then somebody came to speak about uh, the follow-up sequence. Right. So that was, was a Doug. Yeah. Doug Van Seust. Yeah. So um, he, I, that was incredible for me. And I, honestly, like he laid out exactly how he structured his whole thing, call loop, email, text, and, and all the systems that he used, exactly what it said, things like that. And I'm just sitting there just getting blown away because he was saying he gets about 40 or 50% of his deals or something from follow-up. And I remember being there and sitting through that presentation saying, okay, yeah, I can probably do better on follow-up, but my business is not ready. Like I, I didn't have the capacity to do it myself. So it took me about eight months before I sat down one day. I still remember this 24-hour this tw cycle that I sat down and I just wrote all these follow-up sequences for my company. I picked three follow-up sequences. It was a can't reach sequence. So somebody just calls in and we don't answer because we didn't have a backup phone service at that point. So it drove me nuts that people were hanging up. Um, when your toilet is overflowing and you're calling the plumber, when the plumber doesn't answer, you go to the next plumber. And what drove me nuts is this unknown of who called, what did they want? Did they have a house? Could I have bought it? You know, it just drove me nuts. And then we'd never get a hold of them. But my question to my team was, how hard are we trying? So we created this long sequence of text messages back to them because it's all we had was a phone number and sly broadcast wasn't really a thing then. So it was just text back and forth and we would text them just boom, boom. And it was an automated sequence. And then we did a long-term follow-up sequence that I created that was about 400 days long. So it's over a year. I still use it to, the, to this day. And then we have one with that the sales reps put them on after they come back from an appointment, which is a little bit softer. It's not necessarily as, um, as annoying of a follow-up. Uh, my whole theory after that, after Doug's presentation was um, my database is, a yet, I need to get them to a yes or a no. Like my whole goal in business is to get my, my goal is to get my database down to zero. My marketing team goal is to fill up the database as high as they can. So it's kind of this competition. I just want to get them to a yes or a no, like get in and get out of my database. And if it's a no, it's probably just a not right now and figuring out how to get them to a yes at some point. And honestly, after 400 days now, it says, take a look at this seller again. Do you want to put them back on the sequence or not? And, and we usually do. So um, that, was a, that was a really good one for me in that first year. Yeah, that, we implemented a lot of that too. And now that we moved on to some other things that have a lot of automation, we're able to do a lot more of that. I don't think ours is 400 days, but I think I should kick it up then. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. So, um, so that was the kind of the first year and we only, we didn't have a ton of people there. It was a relatively smaller event. It was in uh, over in Mission Bay. I think if I remember right, it was at a really nice, uh, like resortish hotel over in Mission Bay. And then, um, and then the, so you went to that event and, um, what did you do? Like, did you, we, I know that you, we had a couple of programs that, um, like the seven figure program. Did you join seven figure flipping after that event or what did it, what did that look like? We tried, we didn't get accepted cause we hadn't, cause there's like, you have to be at a certain level to get to seven figure, but we wanted to. So we actually applied and we got rejected. And then Justin came up with this other program that we did actually join, which is six figure flipping. Okay. So you guys joined six figure flipping after that. And that, that helped you kind of ramp up some things and get some accountability in place. Yeah. And then I think after six months of six months of six figure flipping, we were able to qualify for seven figure flipping. Okay. I, and I think that's cool. Like uh, the, the big thing, I, I love the fact that we do that. I love that we don't just, you know, if somebody's willing to write a check, it's not just, Hey, let's put you here because you have the money. It's really, let's figure out what you're qualified for and let's make sure we put you in the right place because the whole goal is to make sure that, you know, our members are successful inside the mastermind, um, in mastermind group. So, but you know, 
you know, going back to the event, the event is not, um, it's not just for our mastermind members. Anybody can come. This is the one time of year that we kind of open the doors to anybody. And it's the, what I like about it now, and we didn't do this before, but we do it now because we have so many events that we, that we have. Um, we do our events right before this. So our mastermind members are the, most of the speakers at the event. So we're getting together. We're talking about things before. And what's happening now is people are changing their presentation and adding a few like extra things in before they go speak because it's something that came up a day or two before the event. So um, the, the timeliness of the information that's passed is it's real-time information that's being passed from the stage to to the members uh, or to the yeah, people in the audience. It's really what's current. It's what's happening in the industry right now, what you need currently to succeed today. Because um, that's what we were just discussing in the mastermind a few days before. So it's really, actually really awesome that we do that. And it's nice for us too, so we can get together and kind of get a game plan in place for our business. And then now we can give back for these next three days to everybody who comes. Yeah, I... I really like that. And then, and it also allows our members to make sure that they're, they, they can come and be, be available at this event too. These are the people that are doing, you know, a couple hundred deals, a couple million dollars a year. So having them there and being part of the network last year, I remember in, before I spoke, I kind of had, um, everybody kind of raise their hand or stand up depending on what they were doing and if they've never done a deal or had done a deal or, and then I had the people who are making like seven figures or more stand up. And I was just amazed at how many people in there, were making that kind of money and doing that kind of volume. I, I actually didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't even just our members. It was like, you know, there were probably 50, 60 people in there running seven figure businesses. And it was really amazing to see that and, and kind of be surrounded. And, and the people that were doing $500,000 and, you know, dozens of deals a year, um, it was half the room. It was really, it's not just for somebody who's just getting started and just is the beginning of their journey. It's for people who are at any level. It's can, you know, we talk to the, I, I want to make sure that this, this information and content is relevant to the people who are just getting going. And also for the people that are doing a hundred deals, trying to get to 200 deals. You know, it's not just surface level stuff. We go pretty deep in this. And my whole goal in setting up this program is to figure out how to be able to just pull. If you just have see one presentation that you want to implement in your business, then that's, that should be a million dollar presentation. Like if, if I can create $20 million presentations individually, you can just pluck what you want to take and go use it. So like my present, one of my presentations this year that I'm drafting and creating is how to make an extra million dollars with your team. Cause we did 1.3 million two years ago and we did 2.3 million last year with the right people. And we squeeze and we did the same number of deals. We only did four more deals last year than we did the year before. And it's about having the right people and figuring out how to find them, hire them, manage them, bring them on. And I'm going to bring those people and put them on stage and they, they can tell everybody what they do and how they do it. I'm extremely excited for that. I'm actually bringing some of my team members to this Flip Hacking Live. So that'll be amazing. And just to kind of backtrack a little bit, like I go to Flip Hacking Live. I'm not just going because I'm speaking. I, I just happen to be speaking, but I go there to learn for our business and for ourselves. Um, it's a really different from like the mastermind group, it, it's a very different format. So I just learned so much more as well. Um, and especially when you're doing a lot of deals, even just one little thing can make you a million dollars or at least $50,000, right? If you can squeeze an extra hundred bucks off of a hundred deals, that can be a lot of money. What about a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks? Like all of these little tips and tricks exponentially can actually be worth a lot more than somebody who's just getting started. And that's why, like you said, it's really great for everybody. If you've never done a deal before, it'll show you what's possible, show you how you can get there. And for people who are doing hundreds of deals, it'll show you all the tips and tricks that can get you another million dollars. And it might just be this little thing that you're like, maybe you heard about it, but it just kind of kicks you in gear, kind of like this follow-up thing Bill's talking about. Now I'm like, yeah, I really did need to get that in order. I've already heard it three years in a row. I need to get it. I need to get it done. Um, so it's things like that. It's it's really for everyone. So so I want to keep kind of I think 
I think it was fun to kind of talk about these two presentations and what we learned and actually sharing some of the things that I think could actually help. So that way the people that are obviously listening to this are getting value from this podcast alone, because like it's not, I don't want to, if, if you're not in a position to come to this event, it, it does cost money. So there's a purchase price. There's a, could be a plane ticket. You might live locally in San Diego or close by that you can drive. Um, but it's an investment in you. And if you're not there yet, then that's okay. Like I want you to, be listening to this podcast and, you know, reading the blogs and, and getting, you know, just devouring some of the free content until you're ready to come to one of these events. But, um, so I, what I want to do, I thought it was kind of fun. Let's, let's try to pick a couple other presentations that we saw that we really liked and what we got from it. Um, so I'll throw one of them out there and it's, um, it's Andy McFarland's presentation from, I think it was two years ago. So he talked about kind of leads and conversions. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorites too. Yeah, me too. I still direct, I direct a lot of people. So when people kind of join, they join seven figure, they join uh, six figure, some, some of the different mastermind groups that we have. Um, usually what I, I like to do is kind of find out a little bit more about them, have them post in the group and then direct them to a place where they can go uh, like watch a video or learn something if they need some basics. And that's probably the place that I sent. That's the video that I sent to the majority of people is that kind of blocking and tackling leads and conversions, like going back to the basics that Andy talked about, because not only that, he started that presentation with this kind of blocking and tackling uh, the basics of kind of marketing leads. Right. And then the conversions, he really dug into the, like, if your reality matches the seller's reality, like coming in, doing the pre-work, it talks like in depth about the pre-work. If you don't do proper pre-work, you don't know what your offer is going to be and you don't believe it. What he, he, he told a story about one of his uh, sales reps who was struggling. He was having trouble getting deals and it's because he didn't believe what he was selling in the appointment. Like he didn't believe that the number that he was presenting was the best thing for the seller and was the best that they could do. So he wasn't properly communicating to the seller and they didn't feel it. They didn't, like he didn't do the pre-work. He didn't put in the time. And when he started digging in and doing the pre-work and really looking at the, uh, looking at the comps, uh, looking at the numbers, running the numbers, realizing that they're running a business and they have to make a profit, seeing that whole picture and then going to the seller with that picture ready to present that and believing that that's the, that's the story, then he could start buying houses at the prices that he needed to buy them at. And he was beating out other people, even at a little bit less, like offering a little less and still getting the deal because it was genuine and he had done his homework and he believed in it. And when you believe it, you work harder to, to work with the seller on why you're there and why it has to be that price. So um, I don't know. Hey. It, it, uh, another one that's kind of similar along the lines is, I don't think it was Stephen Williams's presentation. I think we just, it was like an impromptu thing. He just went on stage and role-played uh, a seller. I think it was him and Terry Berger, maybe. Um, but anyway, they role-played an actual acquisitions um, appointment, You're meeting, the, meeting the seller at the house, what do you say? Um, and I just remember just having a whole different perspective. Because at that time, I don't think I've gone to a seller appointment at all. So I had all these fears of, oh no, what are these sellers going to think? Do they think that I'm going to steal this house from under them? Like, why would anybody sell their house for whatever cents on the dollar? You know, all the, all the things mm -hmm. that most people just can't quite get past. Why would anybody sell you this house? And just watching that live role play just showed me a lot of things of, no, we're actually there to help the seller. We're figuring out what their needs are. That's all we do in in an appointment, I could, and just the types of questions that Steven asked and the role play, how it played out, it showed me that this is, this is for them. We were, we're getting what they need and what they want, and we're just presenting options. And a lot of the times, they get to choose that option if we're there to listen to exactly what they want. So that was one of the more powerful things for me early on in my career, just to see what that actually looked like done right. Yeah, I, I remember at the end of that, somebody said, uh, do, you, do you remember what somebody called him at, right after that? I did not. The velvet boa constrictor. <laughs> it was like the funniest. Somebody st stood up and said, you're like a velvet boa constrictor. Because we did some question and answer right after that. I laughed so hard. Um, it, it was, it was pretty funny. So, and he was just the way he talks. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. He's done. He did that at a couple of the mastermind meetings um, just to watch him. Uh, the way that he kind of carries himself and asks questions. I really love the part where he said, um, 
uh, Mr. and Mr. Seller, you, oh, I see that you have 15 cats. I love cats. Oh, I, I absolutely love them. They can crawl all over me. And, and right after he said, I absolutely hate cats. But today they have a bunch of cats. So I love cats. Like I am there to figure out how to build rapport and, uh, and spend time with them. So it just cracked me up the velvet boa constrictor. So, um, you know, it's funny you say that because this, so this year you probably don't know, but we are going to do that this year, actually. Oh, so I've got a, I've got a block set up where we're going to do a uh, sales call role play. So a full on uh, role play of meeting with sellers, uh, talk tracks, what to say, why to say it, things like that. Really the negotiation and sales piece of it, because I really feel like right now, where we are in the marketplace, when I was setting up this program and I, I mean, in 15 minutes, I'm on a call with, uh, with the event planner and myself again to go over the program again. I've been working on this event for almost seven months now and we're still fine tuning and finalizing the program. Like it won't be finalized until right before the event. So we're working really hard on this and putting together the things that people need on a real time basis. So I, I feel like right now like, like marketing and sales are probably it's, it's a marketplace that it's really hard to get leads. So it's becoming more expensive. It's coming more um, crowded and, and competitions out there and things like that. But, um, but just being the best at what we do, like we have got to be better at the marketing and sales. Like when we get the leads, we've got to make sure that we're converting at a high level. Otherwise we're lighting money on fire. A lot of times, like, uh, are we following up? Are we, how, how are we on the appointments and things like that? So I think those skills and those are transferable skills. Like the sales, the sales side of things is a transferable skill. Like you can get tips and tricks from there mm -hmm. that will change the trajectory of your business. What would one or two more deals do for you if you're only doing one or two deals, you know? And so, and what I say, same thing, like you said, if we can get a thousand or $2,000 on every deal uh, this year, we're going to do $400,000 more in profit, you know, anywhere between two to 400 grand. Um, I'll take that. That goes right to the business owner's bank account usually. So oh, yeah. So I want to put, so marketing, we're spending a lot of time on marketing, different marketing methods and ways. And I'm going to bring a couple of people on the podcast. They're going to be talking about it, what they're going to be talking about. We're not going to give away the entire farm, but we are going to share some of the things that we're going to be discussing at the event. And we, um, and we can't get into the details on the exact systems and process. I mean, every time I'm at one of these events, all I see is cameras up and people taking pictures of every single slide that comes up on the screen. It's always funny to see, but you know, we're actually sharing the whole process. Like we, um, when Doug came, he shared his entire flow chart. Uh, you take a picture of one of that, that one slide was his entire flow chart. Like what's a call, what's a text, what's a, uh, Rickless voicemail, like wh what's an email and exactly how it goes and what the timeline was and the day and the systems used. That's exactly what we do here. So I think marketing is the, is a really big one. Um, team building and, um, key performance indicators, tracking, stuff like that. And then also the sales side of things. So there's going to be a heavy focus on that stuff. And when you think about it, that's why I don't think it matters if you're a flipper or a wholesaler. Like if you're a landlord or you're even an apartment investor, all the stuff that we're doing, it just comes down to the same skills that are transferred to anything. Even if you run a contracting business or uh, you run a donut shop, I mean, we're doing the same thing. It, you believe it or not, business is business. And this is almost like um, just a full-on business event with a focus on flipping and wholesaling. So I think that stuff's important. And I think the, uh, those, uh, those role plays are really, uh, can be super valuable, even for the people who are going into the houses all the time. I'm bringing my staff too, because I, I mean, I'm flying them all out there. I'm putting them all up in the hotel. We're doing all that because I want them to, uh, to get things from this. I'm, I'm there taking notes. I mean, I'm running the event and I'm taking notes on this stuff. So, um, we're, we're in the business, we're doing the business. It's, um, that's what it's all about. So uh, any, other, any other presentations that, uh, that stand out to you? Uh, I really like Mike Simmons' presentation. I think it was last year, maybe two years ago. It was last year. The, the dispositions process. So Stephen, I know, did uh, that the very first year, but he, Mike Simmons, just kind of put a different spin on it. Um, he really kind of elevated it into this, I don't know, I, I think... I, I just remember what I thought when I watched it and I was like, oh, wow, I'm not giving this position the attention it deserves because he really just explained how important a great dispositions person is and a great dispositions process is to maximizing your profit, how you could squeeze an extra five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 off of one deal. And if you're doing 50 deals, that's a lot of money. If you're doing 100 deals, that's a lot of money. And I just realized how much money we were leaving on the table by not putting a lot of focus and effort and attention into that 
one role. And at that time, I think we didn't have a dispositions person. We kind of kind of merged it with some other roles. So that just his presentation helped me realize that. And we've implemented a lot of things from that ever since. Yeah, that was that's one of my favorites. Uh, I think, you know, when Mike and I did our podcast here uh, a couple weeks ago, I remember telling him that I was listening to it again because we, we put it back out recently. Um, and I think what I'll do, I think since you mentioned that one, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll take it and we'll email it out to our email list. So if you're not on our email list, go to housewivinghq.com and just jump on our email list. And uh, if you do it, um, I don't know, shortly after this podcast, you'll get, you'll get the email from us. And I think we'll put it together and just email it out to everybody so they can watch it because I think that's a, it was a great one. Uh, it was, I, I remember listening to it in the gym going, Oh my gosh, it's been eight or nine months and I haven't done some of this stuff. What are we doing? Why haven't we done this stuff? I remember taking copious notes and we just haven't implemented some of the things that he's doing. And it's, I mean, we can, it, it, it's been game. Some of the things that we did implement from that is game changing. It's that's the couple thousand dollars extra that we're making per deal. And what, when you, I mean, you can't, you start adding that up in a high volume business. Uh, just if you just change your business by five or 10% when you're doing a couple million dollars, I mean, this is hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, it's incredible what's possible with just a small tweak and one little change. And that's really what I try to get from this, these events, one or two little things that I can take and I can implement in the business that are going to make a massive change. Those couple degrees, of course, change over a long period of time. So that was a really good one. He shared a lot of strategy about selling on the ML, selling wholesale deals on the MLS. Um, the, the exact verbiage and wording that he puts in there, like why he names things in his email, how he sends out his emails. Um, really, really great stuff, guys. So we'll email. I, I'm, I'll get with Kyle. Hey, Kyle, you know who you are. I'm going to get with him and we'll create something and just email, email that out to everybody too. So, um, okay. I'm, I mean, I think we could spend all day talking about the different presentations and what we got from them. I will say that, you know, I ask a lot of people what they loved about Flip Hacking Live and, and like who they, who they related with and, and what they got from it. And I would say the resounding answer from previous years has been your and Chris' presentation last year. So um, it was it was so cool. I'm going to share some of my takeaways. You guys did it like a video game sequence where you're going through like different levels, told your story and kind of like as you were leveling up from uh, year to year and all the things and, and things that you went through to get to the different levels. It was really fun uh, way to present it. And the fact I think people just like really related to you guys and who you are and your personality and just you're so approachable. You're um, and you guys shared your disc profiles and kind of your personalities and how you're not the typical um, entrepreneur or business owner or like what people think that you need to be to run this business. So you guys have like shattered the mold and the, um, like when you look at my profile, my profile is a pretty typical, uh, like it has some entrepreneurial profile in it um, with some more detail orientation um, that I have a little bit of detail in me, but um, you guys are like the exact opposite of what people would think. So when you just look at something on the surface, it has, it, it's clear that that's not the case. Like I think business owners, we modify and, and transition into what we need to do because it's more about our why. It's more about how we do it, the kind of people that we are, our core values, those kind of things. And you guys are super hard workers. You guys are dedicated. You just won't take no for an answer. You're not going to quit. All of those things that I look for in people that I hire in my business. And that's why you guys are so successful. You will be successful without, um, uh, you know, it, regardless of, what it takes. And that's what I've seen in you guys for the past few years. And it's just been amazing to watch. And that presentation, I think was just so cool. It was really, um, I'm, I know that there's like hundreds of people out there right now who are walking around saying, I'm doing this because of Chrissy and Ariane, because of their presentation, because they said, they showed me that I could do it. Like you guys got it from Andy and there's people out there that got it from you guys. So it, it be, be like really proud about that because I know that I'm super proud of you guys. And that presentation was awesome. Um, I see, uh, I see a lot of like growth for you guys in the future and I love the, I love where you're going. So thank awesome. you for presenting, uh, that presentation for everybody, because there's a lot of people who, um, the first thing that they say to me is that was the, that was the best one from this whole year. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And that's what it's all about, right? I feel like that's, why you're doing this. It's because we want to give and to see more people just see what's possible and create. Like, it's amazing to see the company we've created. Like, just imagine how many jobs we've created, how much economy we've 
um, we created for our local communities and how much we're able to give back. Um, and it's that. It's not about 100,000, 200,000, millions of dollars. It's not that. It's about being able to give to the world and make the world, I say this all the time, like we work hard to have to give. And that's really what we do like here and I think in your company as well. So thank you for the opportunity that you've gave, given us. And I really hope that we get to meet some more new people at this next Flip Hacking Live. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody and being able to share a lot of those um, tips and secrets and just the ups and downs that go along with what we do. Yeah, it's great support. So like, if you're listening to this and you are like, um, that's the kind of person that you are, like you want to, you want to build a business to give back. You want to be grounded. You want to be, um, you know, a hardworking business owner, have the ups and the downs, all of that stuff come to this event. Like if you, if you can relate to Ariane, you can relate to me. We're the kind of people that you want to hang out with and spend time with and have dinner with and, and, and do things like that and talk to and network with like this events for you. If you are looking for some, something like you're going to get rich quick, or we're going to show you exactly how to do something, or you're going to want to, you know, rip people off, then this event's not for you. Like, I really want to bring, like, make real estate investing a, a good term. Like, so, like people think that real estate investors are actually people who are bettering the community. They're creating jobs. They're doing all the stuff that Ariane said, not the fact that we're, slum lords or ripping people off or talking people out of their houses or just negotiating their sale for half 50 cents on the dollar just because we can't like really trying to figure out how to like i want people like you ariane and chris and all the other members that we have out there in the world representing this community and this mastermind group in the highest integrity and best way possible so i love the fact that you say that i love Hopefully the people that are listening to this that are thinking about coming, those are the kind of people that we're attracting because that's what we're putting out there. So that's my goal. I hope we did it. Um, so Flip Packing Live, it's in San Diego, October 10th through the 12th. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, this is the first one. It's Hilton Bayfront Hotel, downtown San Diego. Um, once you buy a ticket, you'll have, we talked to, this is the first time I talked about the kind of the VIP upgrade. You'll have the option to upgrade to VIP if you want. It's, it includes some uh, cocktail receptions, lunches, question and answer stuff, oh, early access into the event. So you can get in 15 minutes early, run to the front, grab a seat with a table and a chair. You can write, write stuff down and stuff with all of our uh, mastermind members and things like that. So um, really cool stuff. We, this is the first time we've offered something like that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to network with a much smaller group and kind of get together and answer more individual questions with the people who are serious about growing their business and, um, and get to know you guys a little bit better. So if you go to fliphackinglive.com, you can buy a ticket October 10th through the 12th in San Diego and uh, hopefully we see it. Oh, you guys are going to be on stage again this year. So yes, that's awesome. Me too. I can't wait to see you guys uh, and see what you guys are going to talk about this year. So um, excited to see you guys soon. I can't wait um, yep, and have a great trip around the world and um, you know, hook back to San Diego. I'll see you there. Yeah. See you there. Have fun. Hello. Bye. Thank you for listening to the House Flipping HQ podcast with Bill Allen. If you haven't gotten your tickets to Flip Hacking Live to see our guests live on stage sharing all of their systems and secrets, make sure you go to fliphackinglive.com before tickets are sold out. This is an event you can't miss. We'll see you in San Diego.